Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. The church is the place of training. The church is like a Bible school. We train people in the Word. We train people in the Spirit. And we train people according to the way that we should do the ministry. So today, the focus is about ministry, being a servant of God. Some of us may function as a leader, and some of us will become a leader one day. We all start from nothing, come from brand new believer, growing up, and one day as a church grows, God appoints us, uses us to be a leader of a group of people. No matter what, whether we serve him in the lesser capacity, lesser level, or one day we are lifted up, promoted by God to serve at the higher level, we still need to have a servant heart. We are there not for position, not for fame, not for reputation, for money. It's about the heart of a servant. We want to serve people. We serve God by serving people. I just want to encourage you one thing. When you serve the Lord, you don't serve God out of the textbook or out of the theory or just serve God out of the duty or serve God out of the position. In fact, you know, when I become a neurosurgeon, I perform surgery according to the textbook and what I learn. But the life of service of ministry is different from being an engineer, architect, or being a cook in the restaurant, or being a nurse. It's different because our life of ministry flow out. We serve by flowing something out of our life that is in us. We cannot give what we don't have. Do you understand? We give only what we have. And what we have on the inside, the most important thing in serving the Lord in the church or outside the church is your own life with God. What kind of relationship you have with God? How close you are with Him? How much you know Him? I have been serving God for 32 years now. And I noticed a big difference between the first year when I served God in 1982, 1981, around that time, and today, year 2015. My life of ministry has changed so much. And the reason it's changed not because I get older and also have more experiences, but also because my relationship with God inside me has grown a lot in the past 32 years. I know my God today more than I knew Him 32 years ago. So whatever in here, inside me, my relationship with God, how much I know God, really flow out of me to touch people's lives and to bless people. 
In other words, we serve the Lord out of our relationship with God on the inside here. How much we know God, how much we trust God, how much we have faith in God, our experience with God on a daily basis. I just heard a testimony of our sister here that God performed a miracle for her and that is more valuable than money. You cannot buy that experiences with money and when you get that experience, you know your God more. You have that deep intimacy with God at the next level and you know that God is so real to you. So out of that experience of your relationship with God, your life of service is going to be different. Now, this is the problem of many servants of God. As a servant of God, as we serve God in the local church, we many times are busy. Not just busy with the church, but busy with cooking for our spouse, waking up in the morning, go out to work, dealing with the boss and customer, come home, eat and wash dishes and have to put gas in the car. We are busy with life and we're busy with the ministry. We are caught up with a lot of activities in life, taking care of the kids, doing the bill, paying the bills and check the bills and uh, doing a lot of things that we have to do in life because we are living in the physical world. And sometimes what happens is that as we serve God, we are so busy with ministry, life, work, family, a lot of stuff, and we forget to build that personal relationship with God ourselves. We forget to pray. We forget to talk to God. We forget to read the Bible. We don't have enough time to listen to the sermon. We don't have focus and attention to listen to the voice of God. We forget to spend time with the Lord. And what happened? As we serve, we do things. After a while, we start to get dry inside us because we keep giving, ministering, serving, doing a lot of stuff, but inside us, we are so dry and we don't have much to give anymore because we don't spend time with the Lord we don't draw in from heaven, draw in the truth, draw in the spirit, draw in the rivers of God, draw in the grace of God, build faith, build relationship with God. So on the inside, we become an empty tank, but we just do the work out of duty, out of a job, just like a running things, but without the gasoline on the inside. And I believe that a lot of servants of God in the world are in that situation right now. They just do the job, get the job done, running the ministry, doing things, doing that, doing this, but inside they never heard the voice from God for many months, many years. I would like to encourage all of you that to serve God is inseparable from your relationship with God. You need to set aside the time to pray, to talk to God, to read the Bible, to listen to teaching, feed yourself, getting to know God more, 
have more faith, know who He is, have that deep intimacy with God, growing in the relationship with God every day, and then the ministry that you do, whatever you do for other people and serving, it will be an overflow of the relationship with God in your life. You need to spend time talking to God and pray. Amen. Even nowadays, I still talk to God every day. Pray to God. Spend time with the Lord. I may not have a lot of time to sit down and pray in the room because I have two jobs, but I always talk to God all day long. I walk in the hospital, talk to God. When I sit down in my office, I start to talk to God. In the airplane, I talk to God, listen to Him, listen to what He wants to say. I always connect to God. I always in the Word, read the Word, study the Bible, always feed my own spirit because I don't want to get dry. I don't want to be empty on the inside of me and try to give something I don't have in the inside. I need to keep pumping the gasoline into my tank here to get it full all the time. Get it full, get it full, so that my life of ministry will be flowing out of my fullness inside here. Amen? Let's look at Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Luke chapter 10, 38 to 42. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village. He means Jesus. He went to a certain village. Luke chapter 10, 38 to 42. And a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. This is a situation that we can learn a lesson. Jesus visited Martha and Mary. Martha was so busy cooking, cleaning up the house, preparing the table, putting up the chair, trying to do something to serve Jesus Christ. But Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to what he said. Did Martha do anything wrong to serve? No. Did Mary do anything wrong to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to him and spend time with him? No. Actually, we should do both. We should serve and sit at the feet of Jesus. We should set aside the time to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen and spend time with God. And we also should serve like Martha. But what happened to Martha? Martha was upset. Martha was so full of worried. She was troubled in her heart. Because she served out of her own strength. She tried to serve the Master out of her own way and agenda. Instead of just sit at the feet of Jesus for a couple minutes and 
Master, what do you want me to do? Tell me and give me grace to do it. She might have been able to get the job done within only five minutes because she knew exactly what to do, and she got the grace of God to get the job done in a short period of time. But instead of spending time with Jesus, she got busy, make some mistake, maybe she cook and burn some food and had to cook again. She really spent time in doing things without listening to the voice of the master. And she came and complained to the master, Master, this is not fair because I work so hard. Mary should help me. But Mary just sit at the feet of yours and look at what Jesus answered. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is need. And Mary has chosen that good part. He did not say better part. He just said good part. Martha lacked one good part. Thus, Jesus said you should not serve. You should not pull up your sleeve and cook for the church. Picking up the chair, visiting people, going to care group. He did not say that. He did not say you should not serve. But there is another good part of your Christian walk besides serving. And that is to spend time with the Lord Himself. Serving and spending time with the Lord are not either or. You need to do both. You need to spend time with God in prayer, in reading the scripture, listening, in being touched by the fire, to be soaked in the presence of God on Sunday, to be in the presence of God. I admit to you that the reason I can last this long after working two jobs, you know, I feel it harder and harder because being a neurosurgeon is a tough job, very demanding, very physically, emotionally, mentally demanding job, very hard on my body and my mind because you're afraid of lawsuit. And lately, Medicare produced so many laws that make the doctor work harder than before and cut your income. You know, it's just getting worse and worse in America. The doctor has to work more and more paperwork, but less income. So thank God I'm at the end of my practice now. I'm not in the beginning of my practice. And then on Sunday, I preach and minister and travel. Believe me, if I don't have that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, I would not have lasted this long. I would give up a long time ago. I would uh, be burned out. I would be an empty tank and I could not go on. The reason... I have been able to go on to serve the Lord and to smile and happy and very joyful in serving the Lord. A while ago, the brother asked me, are you tired, pastor, to come here? Last night, we had maybe only three hours sleep. And on the airplane, I have to read my sermon for this trip. So I did not have a chance to take a nap. So physically, I and Pastor Da are very tired. Because we had only a few hours sleep. Pastor Da had maybe only one hour sleep last night. So physically tired. But when we step into this building and we hook up to the Holy Spirit, hook up to the presence of God, the rivers of God from heaven start to flow into our life and we get refreshed again 
and we can go on again because the Lord gives us grace and He gives us strength. The rivers of God flow in. So we need to keep charging the battery of our life by reading the Bible, being in the presence of God, being touched by the fire of God, praying, listening to good anointed teaching. Just keep feeding yourself, charging the battery. Amen. One time, I have very bad experience that I went to Washington D.C., but the airplane had some problem, so we got into another flight out of Washington D.C. to Chicago. Normally, we should arrive Chicago by around 6 or 7 p.m. and connected to another flight to fly back to Seattle by the flight 9 p.m. But the flight out of Washington, D.C. to Chicago got canceled. So we arrived at, Washington, at Chicago after 9. Our flight was gone. The airline put us in the bus, sent us to the hotel, and we stayed for free because it's their fault. What happened is that I put out my cell phone and I, yeah, I want to call you. And I find out that I say we, actually I only. I find out that my cell phone has no battery power. Zero. God. I look in my computer bag, no charger. I feel like the world come to an end. When I have no cell phone, to use that night to call my wife to let her know I'm going to be there next day. I'm sorry, I could not show up. So I need to call from the hotel. But anyway, have you ever feel that way that when your cell phone battery comes to red color in the battery and say 1% left and you cannot find the charger? You, do you feel that the world is collapsed right now? When your cell phone doesn't have battery anymore? I feel that way. Why we worry so much about the battery in a cell phone? Because it's your lifeline to connect to people, to get the taxi or to call somebody or to get the text message, whatever. How about your own life? Your battery is red, 1% left. But some of you don't care. You need to keep charging. That's why you don't want to miss the church. You go charge the battery on Sunday. Amen? You don't want to miss any revival service. You don't want to miss talking to God every day, reading the Bible, studying the Bible every day. Amen? Either read the Bible or read a good Christian book or something, charge your battery every day. Get it filled. In our home, we have a couple experiences that the car died on the freeway. Not because the engine did not work, but because the gas was gone from the tank. Two times. After those two experiences, that somebody had to pick up the driver to go to the gas station, buy the tank, put the gas in, and fill up the tank. Two times in my home. Okay, my, my, That's happened in my, my family. Since then, Every time I saw either my car or my wife's car that the gasoline go down to half a tank, I would drive the car to fill up the tank ASAP. No more car being dead on the freeway anymore in the Lao Prasit family. 
is enough. Two times are enough for me. I always look at the gauge of the gasoline in my own car and my wife's car all the time, <laughs> charging, filling up the tank. Amen. The same thing with our spiritual life that we should fill up our tank every day, every week. We should not ignore sitting at the feet of Jesus Christ. We should not miss the time to spend with God. Amen. I'm gonna read scripture here to show you that it's so important why we need to be connected to God to fill our life with the presence of God. Psalm 46 verses 1 to 10. Psalm chapter 46 verses 1 to 10. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The Bible says that God is our strength. God is our help. God is our refuge. He is our protection. He come around us and protect us and He give us strength. So it's so important to be filled with God, to connect to God all the time because in everything we do in life, we need God to be our help, to be our strength, to be our refuge. We need Him in every circumstance, in everything in our life. You should not live your life without connecting to God. Okay? Therefore, if you can live your life that way, that you always feel with the presence, you always have the strong faith, you connected with Him, you abide in Him, you know Him, He is with you, you are with Him, your relationship with Him is so strong. Verse 2 says, Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its water roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its welling, Selah. Okay. God tried to give us the picture that even though we face the seemingly unsalvageable situation, the earth is moved. <laughs> when you see the earthquake, oh, what am I going to do here? As a human being, I cannot stop that earthquake. When your boss threatened you to fire you or something bad happened to you that is beyond your ability to handle, to fight, to win, you know there is one person in you and he is your refuge, he is your help, he is your strength, you will not fear because your relationship with Him is so strong. When you face that moving mountain, moving river, moving earth, or whatever come against you, you look at it. My God is with me. I have faith in my God. And I can handle this. He's going to help me to walk through this. I'm going to have victory. You see, that's why you need to fill your tank with the presence of God and with that faith and relationship with God all the time. Keep growing in your faith. The more faith you have, you can handle any circumstance in your life. The Bible continues to say, if you keep connecting to God, what happened that He's going to do to you? There is a river whose dreams shall make glad the city of God. What is the city of God today? The church. What is the river? The flowing and the presence of the Holy Spirit. 
God said that the church should be so full of the river, of the presence of God. That's why our church believe in the move of God, in the touch of God. People get filled and get touched and get filled with the river of God and make you happy, make you glad. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God said, church, the city of God, the tabernacle of the Most High, the church of God today, I have a river for you. I want to let the river stream flow into your church and fill you up. Come to me, hungry for me. Fill your life with my presence. Have relationship with me. Have me in your midst. Everywhere you go, my presence is there. Verse 5 says, God is in the midst of her. Everywhere you go, God is there with you. You sense the presence of God. That God is there with you. He is in your midst as your helper, as your strength, as your refuge. No matter what happened around you, she shall not be moved. Christians in the church shall not be shaken, shall not be moved. God shall help her. Amen. How many people believe that whatever situation you face, God can help you? Is God willing to help? Yes. Is there anything in your life that is too difficult for Him? Is anything in your life that is impossible for Him? Our God is a God of possibility. Nothing is impossible with God. Those who trust Him and have Him in their midst. If the presence of God is with you. Okay? And just as the break of dawn. What does it mean? Just as the break of dawn. mean early morning. The sun starts to come up the dawn. What it means is this. Many of us, and actually all of us, sometimes we're going to face, we call the midnight hour. Midnight hour is a dark time. Very bad situation. Midnight hour. Paul faced midnight hour in jail. And then God broke the door of jail open supernaturally and he got set free. He walked out of jail. You may face some jail in your life. You may face midnight hour of your life. But God said, don't worry. I send river to you. I flow into you. I am in the midst of you. I am with you. The break of dawn is coming. The sun is coming up. Your problem is going to be gone. The light is shining. The darkness is going to be taken away from you. You're going to have victory. But you need to have relationship with me. You need to let the river of God fill you. You need to have me in your midst. You need to have that relationship with me. The nations rage. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. In other words, even other people in the whole world get chalked, get troubled. The nation get into trouble. For us, as a believer who has God in our midst, we are not shaken. We know the break of dawn is coming. The Lord of hosts is with us. We need the presence of God. We cannot keep on going without that relationship with God. We need to fill our life with the presence of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Last night, I went to the care group and the worship leaders sang, lead us in worship, all new songs. And I did not know all those songs. He is a 
uh, Mandarin speaking man, and he loved certain kind of song that I did not get used to. I really struggle singing all those new songs to me. But suddenly, I make decision. I will not let this song control me. I'm going to hook up to the presence of God. So I just began to hook up in the care group last night. Suddenly, I start to laugh. The presence of God came upon me. And I feel up again. I need the presence of God in the care group last night, in the meeting. Amen? I just get hungry, thirsty for the rivers from God, so I keep drinking. God, send river to me. Fill me up with your presence. Amen? The God of Jacob is our refuge. God is our refuge. He is our protection. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. When the devil hit you with wars, with problems, he sent war to you. Send problem to you. God going to make the war stop. Okay? He breaks the bow and cuts the spear into two. So when the devil send the arrow to you, try to throw the spear to you, God, like a, a kung fu man, come out and just cut the spear off from you. And cut that bow out. Cannot touch you. You have the protection, special protection. The enemy cannot destroy you. He burns the chariot in the fire. He sent the fire. He sent the Holy Spirit to burn the chariot of the enemy. So the army of the enemy cannot destroy you. So now we understand we need to have that relationship with God in the life of ministry. We need to be connected to Him, spend time in prayer, reading the Bible always, build your faith, get to know Him, hungry to know your God and love to be in the presence of God, love the rivers of God. And when you have that relationship, this is going to be your lifestyle, the way you live. Verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. What the Bible says is, when your tongue is so full of the presence of God, the oil and the rivers of God, when you really have that relationship with God, abiding in Jesus, knowing Him, keep filling up, don't be empty. When you face situation, you're going to be still. You still smile. You're not shaken. You're not crying. You're not losing sleep. You're not worried and blood pressure go up. You don't need to run to the doctor. You don't need to take some amitriptyline or Valium. You still calm. You are still. You look calm and happy. You know, I lately God showed me in the Bible. There are two manifestations of people who know their God and have faith in God, have strong faith in God. The two manifestations of the people who really have strong faith in God is number one, joy, J-O-Y. Number two, peace. When you really know God, you are still. You have peace and you can still smile. Amen? I learned that lately. When I heard some problem in my life or my ministry, I just put my trust in God. I 
say, I'm going to be still and know that I have my God. He's my help. He's my refuge. He's my strength. Whatever the devil tried to throw to me, even the earth is moved and some bad things happen on earth that look impossible, my God can do something for me. He can help me. I just put my trust in Him. Amen? So this is what I would like to encourage you today. In conclusion, don't keep just serving. Yes, you should serve. But you should also sit at the feet of Jesus and spend time with Him. Hear His word. Draw the rivers of God. Fill your life with the presence of God on a daily and regular basis. Amen? When you come to church, when you worship, you just hook up to God. Don't worry about other people. Just enter into the presence of God. Fill yourself up. Charge your battery on Sunday. When you go to care group, charge your battery up. Fill your battery up to fight the next few days. Always. Amen? I just talked to people in Germany. I heard that some church, churches in Germany, they meet only once a month. I have to call the pastor and say, Woo, that's not enough. Even my members, we meet Sunday and Friday, two times a week, still not enough. They need to spend time with God when they need to come together to have a corporate service so that they can draw the river into the city of God together. You need to meet more than once a month. I call the leader at that city in Germany and say, no, 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 you need to change the way. You cannot just meet once a month. Your member is going to be dry and they're going to get into trouble. They need to come to the gasoline tank and keep filling up or get the cell phone charger on a regular basis and charge themselves in the presence of God. And He's going to be their helper, their refuge, and their strength. Amen? Be both Mary and Martha. Amen? How many people promise God that from now on you're going to pray more? You're going to be hungry and draw the rivers of God. You're going to read the Bible more. Listen to the teaching more. Okay. I believe that your Christian walk will never be the same. Amen? You can be still, still have peace and smile, and you will not get worried, lose your hair, your hair <laughs> become gray too soon. You still have good glory on your face because you are happy. You are not worried too much. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us today how to serve you, Lord. And Lord, this is just the introduction that we need to spend time with you, have the deep fellowship, high faith, and intimacy with you, Lord. Oh Lord, help all the servants in the church not to forget that they need to spend time with you. And there will be both Mary and Martha, Lord. Both of them are good in a different way. And we want to do both, Lord, to serve and to spend time. And we can serve you out of the overflow of our relationship with you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for reminding your servant through this teaching. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you and we'll see you again in the next meeting. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. 
If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.